I'm Tarina. And I'm Kelly. We're the owners of Say Events, a wedding planning company based in beautiful Vancouver, Canada. This podcast is an honest, behind-the-scenes, no-bullshit look into the wedding industry. With over 15 years' experience in the biz, we share the inside details of what goes on into creating a wedding. We'll interview wedding experts, debate topics, and give you real advice only a wedding planner would know. Maybe it's just our moms, but at least we think we're wildly hilarious. Yes, a wedding has many elements and pieces to bring the day together, but that doesn't mean we can't do it with belly laughs and a sense of humor. This is your consultation. Welcome to the wedding session. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Wedding Sessions with Say Events, and I'm Tria. And I'm Kelly. Guys, if you've been listening to our podcast from the start, it's very possible that we mentioned time and time again, but did you know that we have a background in catering? What? (laughs) If you didn't know, now you know. But for those of you new listeners... Kelly and I worked in catering for a long, long, long time before we became (laughs) full planners and embarked on our own journey. So today, we thought we'd go back to our roots and talk about our very first love, food. (laughs) Catering is a huge topic, and it cannot be broken down in just one episode, but let's start with the basics. Today, on Planner's Perspective, we are discussing the types of service styles you can offer your guests for the dining experience. Today, we'll be focusing more on the main meal, which is typically dinner, but it can be lunch in some cases. So in our opinion, there are four main types of meal services for your wedding. There are variations of each type of meal service, but these are the basics. Option one, buffet. Option two, plated. Option three, family style. And option four is cocktail style. So today on Planet's Perspective, we are talking about the four types of service style for your wedding. For you new listeners joining us today, the Planner's Perspective is when we take one topic or element of your wedding day and discuss it and debate both sides of the coin. Think of us like your coffee filter. Everyone is giving you confusing information and opinions. We take it and filter it in smooth and sensible advice. With all those worries and concerns bouncing back and forth in your brain, it's hard to stay sane when you have friends and family offering conflicting advice. So, let's break down the four styles. We're going to give you the pros and the cons of each. Mm-hmm. First one, buffet. Who doesn't love a buffet? They're the best. (laughs) They're awesome. People travel to Vegas for them. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so let's start with the pros. So, well, what is a buffet to start with? Oh, sorry. Right. Mm -hmm. For those of you that have lived under a rock rock. your entire life, a buffet is a meal of several dishes for which guests can serve themselves. Typically on a table, um, people will usually line up. Mostly in orderly fashion. Sometimes they destroy the buffet. Um, but it's really an opportunity for guests to go up and they serve themselves, spoon it onto their plate. Now, pros of a buffet. Obviously, it's the most well known. Everybody knows a buffet. Everybody knows a buffet. Everybody loves a buffet. Right? Mm-hmm. Who doesn't love it? The one I really like is variety. You can have whatever you want. You can have so much stuff on the buffet. You can mm-hmm. have three salads. You can have three sides. You can have a bunch of proteins. You can have starches. You can have a whole bunch of stuff. A venue we work at has nine salads. It's glorious. Nine salads. We encourage you to go there all the time. <laughs> yeah. So, 
with that, you don't have to accommodate picky eaters. Exactly. You can have whatever you want. It's a buffet. Mm-hmm. Uh, our favorite part, the wow factor carving station. People lose. love. They just lose their mind. They love it. They absolutely love it. It was the one thing that everyone always asked us, is, is there going to be a chef on site? Yes. yes and you will also is. have a sharp knife to yes. prep to your protein. <laughs> but there's a heating lamp with the you know, big old piece of beef or mm-hmm. ham mm-hmm. being carved by a, a chef in a fancy hat and coat and asking rare, medium rare, mm-hmm. like oh, all of it, sir. Yes, I want horseradish. Horseradish on the side. Is there mustard? <laughs> on top of everything that I've piled onto this plate, the slab can just go right across it. You just to, like a comforter. <laughs> so true. <laughs> I was just going to say, um, a true buffet connoisseur is to layer your plate. <laughs> I've, I've been to I've been to events where they give me like a little six inch plate. I'm like, nah, uh-uh. I don't think you know who I am. So you just layer all the things. Always, yeah. Or two plates. I'm or, taking it for my kid, for yeah. my friend. Not, it's not for me. all for me. <laughs> um, the really good thing about buffets too, actually, is that it typically it, it only really takes seconds, maybe minutes for you to get through a buffet. It doesn't take a really long time unless there is a bit of a traffic jam. But otherwise, you're kind of you're in and you're out. You grab your plate and you keep on going through. Mm-hmm. Um, another really cool thing about it too is it's it's less rentals. So if you are hosting an, a wedding or an event where you are bringing a caterer in and you need to bring rentals in as well, you don't need to have 11 different plates for your food. You literally have one plate, one knife, and one fork. Yes. That's all you need. <laughs> Just continuously fill it up. Just fill it up. Fill yeah. it up. Um, and another cool thing is that you can always go for more. Yeah. <laughs> You're hungry? Just go up again. Exactly. <laughs> Just keep rotating through those, that buffet until it's all gone. Yep. Yeah. And with that being said, finally, is it's cost-friendly. I would say 90% of the menus you check if you're comparing them all, mm-hmm. buffets are typically a little bit more cost efficient mm-hmm. than your next. Yes. Well, I will say that it, it's cost efficient sometimes because there's less staff involved. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, which is like because you only need so many people to help service a buffet and clean up versus a larger scale uh, type of service, which we will dive into. We'll dive into later. Let's talk about the negatives of a buffet. It takes up a lot of space. Takes up 18 feet. Yeah, exactly 18 <laughs> feet. <laughs> Do you know how I came up with that number? That's three six foot pushed together. We always uh, used to allocate three six foots for a buffet, and normally when we work at events, we're pretty accurate. Pretty bang on. Some of them are bigger, some of them are smaller, but for the most part, you typically need three tables, three, three tables. six foots. Usually, yeah. one is for salads, one's for your meats and sides, one is for like your, um, your cutlery yeah, and yeah, your condiments, and extras. Noise. Yeah. Sometimes four for the carving station. Wow factor. Mm. <laughs> yeah. The lineup. Yeah, people don't like it. I mean, there is there. Sometimes if you don't plan it right, you someone's get a traffic jam at the buffet and everybody's mm-hmm. waiting and they're looking at the table and they're like, oh, I want to make sure there's enough of the protein. So I want to make sure there's yeah. enough roast beef and you're you're waiting in a lineup and it can kind of it can kind of suck. Yeah, or like you're sitting at the table waiting to be called up and oh. it's just like okay, like you'll you'll eat shortly. You will get there. You're getting there. But it does create tension in the room <laughs> yeah um so a con of the buffet there's a lot of waste yeah and we have seen it a lot in catering and you know people like, say do you donate it to like you know the homeless we can't well it's sometimes I, sometimes we can but there's there's a little a little known kind of a myth i guess if you will or a misconception about mm-hmm. the food so um Unfortunately, we were not able to necessarily donate our food after events um, just because it wasn't food safe. Um, And it got to the point where, you know, in food safe in the sense that if we're giving these leftovers to some of these shelters or things like that, and if they're not um, 
um, storing them in a fridge or wherever it needs to go in a timely manner, um, or if they don't eat it right away, mm-hmm. and if somebody gets sick, then then the company's on the hook for it. So, um, and and part of the reason why you know we weren't able to do that, even though we were we wanted to donate the money. Course, the, sorry, come on, we want to donate the food. Money. We want to donate the food because it is money. Um, they actually wouldn't accept it. So yes, there was yeah. a little bit of a roadblock with that. So at the end of the day, we're throwing, sometimes you end up throwing a lot of stuff out. Mm-hmm. And it kind of leads us to the next topic where, um, with portioning, mm-hmm. if you're not portioning it right, obviously you're going to throw a lot of it away. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other hand, if you don't portion it right and you run out of food and you have some very, very angry aunts and uncles <laughs> that are like, where's my meat? Yeah. I remember catering a rugby Christmas party once, mm-hmm. but they didn't tell mm-hmm. me it was a rugby Christmas party. So I sent the standard portioning and turns out that was not enough meat. Nee. So luckily we, at Christmas time, the catering company that we worked for had multiple dishes available yes. at times. So we were able to send and accommodate the eaters. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if it runs out, like who's to blame? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like usually it's a, it's usually the pasta. The delicious tortellini and the cream sauce mm-hmm. filled with cheese and like bacon bits, like that's the Two one scoops. that always <laughs> runs out. Two scoops. And nobody ever finishes it on their plate. No. So it's like, oh, all <laughs> So another kind of crappy thing, <laughs> a con, I guess, of the buffet is if you decide if you are going to do a buffet style service and you want to have it dropped off, you don't necessarily want to have staff on site, but you definitely need the food. No problem. However, who replenishes the dishes? So we're talking, you've got hot pans yeah. that are going to have to go. You've got to fill up the water underneath mm-hmm. to create an, uh, a lining of hot liquid. A hot bath. It helps a hot bath, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, and then you put the, the tray with the food on top of that to help keep everything nice and warm. Well, if you're... There's multiple trays. Yeah, multiple there's trays. not just one tray of chicken. One tray won't feed your guests. You you're going to have... Maybe you might have to, yeah, you might have three, multiple yeah. of each item. Um, but who replenishes that? If you're in your wedding dress, first of all, you should not be having drop-off at no. your wedding. No. Secondly, <laughs> if for whatever reason you need to do that, who are you delegating to actually be replenishing all of this stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, and with that being said, who cleans it all up? Because I don't know if you know this, buffets are really dirty. They get so <laughs> messy so dirty. so fast. Like, yes. And when we used to do it, we used to dedicate two to three people, depending on the buffet, just to keep it maintained. Yeah, replenish <laughs> like, and maintain. It's yeah. a bit of a job and mm-hmm. you need to be able to do that. So if you do drop off, who's going to be in charge of that? So it's... Um, it comes down to service level and it, you know, partly why buffets are great because they are cheap, mm-hmm. but... It's something to think about. Yeah. And the last kind of con of a buffet is sometimes it's lower quality. It can be, yeah. Yeah. Now, like, obviously there's some that won't be, but um, if you're going to be serving someone a, like, tender piece of steak, it is virtually impossible to do a perfectly cooked steak and leave it in the buffet in a timely manner. Sure. This doesn't work. Chicken, certain fish, totally can hold their moisture very well, mm-hmm. um, especially if it's like on a bed of rice or something that will contain it properly. Mm-hmm. But you can't, the quality of like, if you want a really fine like piece of meat, it's not always going to mm-hmm. work. Yeah. No. So no. when in doubt, go up the short road because it's never dry. No. <laughs> brisket. So Ooh, good. yes. <laughs> so good. Uh, option two, plated. plated. Oh, fancy. Oh, fancy. Now, what yeah. is a plated meal? It's basically a dining option where the guests are seated and the food is brought on a plate, already plated, and put in front of the, the guest. Mm-hmm. So it's a higher level of service. Uh, it's very fancy. It's so fancy. Um, I would say it's classy. It's classy with a C. <laughs> um, and it's, it, it will be um, typically served by by servers or by staff. So mm-hmm. um, 
obviously the pros to it, we've already kind of touched on it. It is a very classy kind of presentation. It's elegant. It is. It is. It's upscale. It's yeah. beautiful. And, and, you know, it's depending, an experience. It is totally an experience. I mean, you see epic artwork. There mm-hmm. are some companies that are out there, especially in Vancouver, we've got some incredible catering companies and the stuff that they are putting out is just like, it's art on a plate. Yes. You yeah. don't even want to crack into it. You eat with your eyes, which brings us to our next point presentation yes <laughs> yeah absolutely there beautiful. is two asparagus sprigs sitting on top of a beautiful cut of at a meat. 45 degree angle yes, with the orange <laughs> below the steak with like dots of beet juice around it mm-hmm. with truffles shaved on top it's mm-hmm. a work of art it's beautiful mm-hmm. and people are like ooh ah when it comes to the table well because you normally usually yeah. when you go out you're not having that kind of a level of no. food mm-hmm. and you're not having that level of service so you know even though you go to a restaurant and you're served and like if you go to like montana's is it a plate of dinner <laughs> if you go to montana's no it's not I mean, sort of. Not really. <laughs> Logistics. <laughs> Logistics, yeah. maybe. But food-wise, and no. um, you know, when they're wrapping the uh, the little plastic bib around your face. Yeah, no, it's not. not the same. It is definitely like you're you're dressed up. You're you like have a nice glass of wine, and you have this like beautiful plate in front mm-hmm. of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, another pro is that guests get to choose their meal ahead of time. So mm-hmm. guests know when they're coming, like, I'm going to have the beef, chicken, or the yeah. fish. Yeah. yeah. And they're kind of excited about it. Like, exactly. oh, I chose beef. I chose fish. Exactly. Yeah. Um, another one? I think another one, well, kind of countering to the buffet, is the lineup. There is no lineup. No lineup. Because you're seated the whole time. Yes. It's like the lazy man's dinner. You're like, <laughs> yeah. bring my food to me at my, at my seat. <laughs> yeah. And then with that... If you have a very large guest count and you do not have room for 18 feet of table mm-hmm. plus space around it, um, you know, a plated is a good option. Absolutely. Because you don't need a buffet space. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and there's usually a better flow of service. Mm-hmm. So like when the buffet, you're like, okay, table 10, okay, table nine. Okay. There's a lot of movement. Yes. It's a lot of up and there's a lot of down and there's <laughs> yes. a lot of like chairs moving and things like that where it's just a little, um, a little more elegant. It's a little yes. more refined. It's a little classy, classy, <laughs> a little classy. Yes. Um, and actually, again, kind of in comparison to the buffet, is typically you get a higher quality of protein as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that's just kind of the way they always design them. So usually, like a higher quality mm-hmm. meal because like you're getting that one item, so it better mm-hmm. be a good item. Yes, <laughs> right. exactly. Yeah. No, for sure. And sometimes the cost of a plate of dinner, food wise, is cheaper. Because you're not paying for multiple items on the buffet. Yes. You are paying for one item for one person. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. However, there is a con to that. So our standard was for every 20 guests, there had to be one server if you had a buffet. But for plated, is it 15? One for every 15. Yeah. Because <laughs> not only, good math. Yeah. Right. Because not only are you clearing, you're not only you're serving, but you're clearing and you're doing wine service as well so it's just it's a higher level of, of attention mm-hmm. to the guest's experience and so you always ended up that's partly why plated is can be more expensive than a buffet because not only is it the staff but it's also your rentals as well mm-hmm. so instead of only having a plate and I can afford for a buffet yeah. now you're looking at first course salad fork dinner fork right salad <laughs> plate Dinner plate. Right. Teaspoon. Bun plate. Yes. You've got butter knife. <laughs> butter knife. Thirteen wine glasses. <laughs> right? You've got all this extra um stuff, really. You've got all these extra utensils and, and equipment needed to consume your meal. Yes. <laughs> you know, and even when you're thinking of your different courses. So maybe you have a soup course, maybe mm-hmm. you have a salad course, maybe you have your main course, maybe your dessert course. 
um, you know, there's, there's just, just a little bit more that's involved. So it can, it can be a little bit pricier for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then also, um, for staffing wise, you will most likely need chefs on site to mm-hmm. accommodate mm-hmm. because a buffet is already been made. The server just puts it out mm-hmm. where a chef on site has to create this piece mm-hmm. of this artwork. 150 times. Right. <laughs> They're pretty good at it. Oh, but, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But you still need someone skilled to do that. I know. I, know. I love watching them do a little swish on the plate. Yes, yeah, though with the spoon. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, that's how you do it. Right. Ah, or it's yeah. usually in a, um, like a... It's in a squeeze bottle. A squeeze bottle. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh. That's how they do the dots. Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, okay, so this is kind of the big one mm. of a plated. Mm-hmm. Sometimes meeting everyone's dietary restriction is a pain in the ass. <laughs> can be really challenging and a little overwhelming too because now of course we want to be very inclusive mm-hmm. with all of our guests we want to make sure that everybody ha- enjoys their experience and they're not just eating like a carrot yes. or celery because they may have a variety of dietary restrictions so mm-hmm. you know when we were working in catering we were very open to be like let us know what your issues are okay. so we can make sure can we talk about the one dietary that had us googling for hours yeah we had a dietary restriction that came into kelly's email she said she was allergic to swimming fish and all five of us were like, what, what fish the, don't swim? <laughs> I was very confused by this. And then someone was like, oh, well, octopus doesn't swim. And I was like, what? <laughs> oh, man. I was like, you mean start like squid? Anyways, it was a yeah. little bit, it was a little confusing. It was strange, so, it, but it was funny to be swimming fish. We, we <laughs> figured out a meal for them, yes, but at the same yeah. time, it was a little bit like, okay. So, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. but we are in the, we are in a time where there are a lot of dietary restrictions yes. and getting everybody's everybody's order and then creating a meal that you can pretty much kind of do for everybody without taking away from the integrity of the actual meal itself. So mm-hmm. it can be a little bit tricky. Yes. And with that being said also, so we are, you know, you have to take their information beforehand. Mm-hmm. So I would say 99% of the way plated dinners work is you are placing your order or your choice before Mm-hmm. in your RSVP so do you want beef do you want chicken do you want veg let yeah. me know so like write down your RSVP yeah. and then when you sit down you're like okay well here's your beef that you ordered two months ago yes right well actually I want the chicken you're like no <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we do not have enough chicken because so well, this is what will happen we're sitting at a table and someone gets their steak and someone gets their chicken and you have ordered the steak but ooh, the chicken looks good. good can I have that instead we will politely say no. <laughs> <laughs> no, we never said no. We usually actually tried to accommodate. We, we tried. Say, we always had we always yeah. had a bit of a buffer. In our mind. No. Oh, right. But the idea is that usually the kitchen portions only the amount that is in order. Usually a little extra is around, but we typically couldn't always make it happen. We did our best. Yeah. Now if there was a dietary restriction that wasn't told to us beforehand. It's not much we can really do, except yeah. really try to accommodate it in the moment. Exactly. You kind of do the best you can, and you don't want to necessarily out people either, but yeah. sometimes like, okay, well, we will provide you with what we have in-house. Mm-hmm. There's always a chance of cross-contamination, which we always mm-hmm. um, disclose with all of our guests, but um, but yeah, it's always, always a little tricky sometimes. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> yep. Um, and as we touched based on it earlier, food costs could be lower, but the staffing, of course, is going to be higher in price. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to... Style number three. Family style. Or large format dining. My favorite. Yeah, I like it too. (laughs) (laughs) So family style is basically like the best of both worlds, I like to say. So it's a little bit like buffet. It's a little bit like plated. So what they'll do is they will actually bring platters of food to your table, the plated, but you serve yourself buffet. (laughs) (laughs) And the best way to describe it is just like Christmas dinner at Grandma's house. Mm -hmm. Literally like that. 
all the food is spread out along the table and you just pass it along to your family and fight over who gets the corn or the turkey leg. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, so yes, yeah, really just like a buffet at your table. That's a plus. Exactly. You get to a variety of things mm -hmm. and you don't have to get up. Exactly. <laughs> Service is usually a little bit faster too, because again, you are kind of having a little bit of the, the plated um, experience where the food is being brought to you. So it's really quick for everybody to drop everything and then you're able to serve yourself. So you're not having to get up on your chair, <laughs> fix your purse, move your napkin, make your way over to the buffet, wait in line to get your plate, then fill it up with food, then make your way back to your plate, <laughs> your table, so try and readjust re re your dress and do the whole thing. And you're like, oh, man, I'm so hungry. I just worked up an appetite. <laughs> just go to the buffet. Um, yeah. And well, great thing is guests don't have to pre-select their meal. It's right in front of them. It's right in front of them, but they can choose. So if you don't want to eat the meat, you don't have to eat the meat. You can just have the vegetarian, right? But everything is there for you. So, mm -hmm. um, and again, presentation. It can be beautiful. It can be so yeah. beautiful, right? So it look, yeah. I love how colorful the platters always look too. So like yeah. abundant. Oh, it looks so good. I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think our favorite one about this whole thing is the <laughs> it's it's a little bit like like an icebreaker. It is like imagine a... imagine sitting at a table. You're at the singles table. Table. <laughs> 11 because it's always full of the singles <laughs> you have no idea who's around you and all of a sudden you're like oh wow that's really exciting can you pass this out yes yeah pass the <laughs> the fun ad yeah yes. the panzanella yeah so it kind of makes you forces you to talk to them yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. or you friend. sit there hungry yeah <laughs> the choice is yours exactly yeah so some cons about family style there are some there's a pretty big one in my opinion it makes me sad there is, so imagine a table, a round table, five feet wide. There is eight people sitting at the table. You got your cutlery, your plates, your glassware. You have, um, have some space in the middle. Traditionally, that's where the decor would go. Oh, hold on. Oh, no. We have six platters of food coming to this table. So if you like decor, might not be might the not greatest be choice for you. It just, there is so much stuff There's on the a lot table. of stuff, because you're looking at potentially like four to six platters mm -hmm. per table. That's a, that's a, that's lot, a lot of stuff. Um, Did you do a wedding that you had yeah. to take the decor away? Yeah. It wasn't ours. It wasn't, it wasn't ours. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, it was one, uh, yeah, it was, it was a New Year's wedding I did years ago, and um, yeah, they had arranged to have these really beautiful, large wood platter, like centerpieces, and then the, the arrangements are going to go on top of these like wood rounds. And, uh, yeah, as we're trying to drop food off, I was like, we need to move these. Like we just don't have space. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and yeah, I think it was something that kind of slipped all of us, but I mean, <laughs> it, it kind of comes to experience a little bit, but now every time, whenever we do family style, when we're planning it as planners, if we're designing it as decorators or when we were doing it with our kind of our catering brains, it was always like, okay, how much tchotchkes are you putting in the middle of your table? Because <laughs> yes. we don't have to pull all of it. You'll be really angry if you spent $300 on flowers. That's now on the floor. It's on the floor. Yeah. It's, um. And people, if like guests are going to choose, do I want to look at these really expensive flowers or do I want to eat my steak? Mm, right. Mm, Not this yet. is a dilemma. <laughs> Which one do I pick? We all know the answer is food. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so this actually happened to me on a wedding is sometimes there isn't enough. Like, yeah. Because they piece it out. That's like, it. It's 80% usually. So mm -hmm. it's like 80% chicken, 80% steak. So like they're hoping one person won't have a chicken, hoping one person will have a steak. So it happened to me. They clearly do not know the Dobigan sisters because we went to a wedding in Vegas. Yes. We went to a Brazilian steakhouse and they kept walking past us. And Shannon and I are like, mm, we'll have more, please. We'll have more, please. We'll have more, please. And the husband of a friend of ours was staring at us with his eyes open in his mouth. He's like, 
holy shit where are you putting all that and we're like oh we're Portuguese yes we will make this happen we will we're we're like we're, we're athletes <laughs> we're athletes yes. when it comes to eating so the same thing is it happens sometimes where people will end up taking more than what they portion mm-hmm. and yeah. then you're like where's more food and you're like mm-hmm. and it's going down the line and you're like but where's the steak <laughs> I really wanted that manicotti the, I know the oh, frick? I know yeah the manicotti is always it's the toughest one because you're, it's like one tube per person, but it's it's baked together. Together, and so people so just people cut it in half. Two. Oh. Or the split, and you're like, wait, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're doing it wrong. So just like double up on the manicotti. It's like eating a Kit Kat wrong. What kind of animal are you? Why do you snap it? <laughs> there is a snap, natural snap. <laughs> oh man. Yes. And oh, um, there is. So we touched on it. There's a lot of dishes. So if you're doing offsite catering, we have to rent. All those bowls, yeah, all those tongs, sure all those platters. All like, it's stuff. a lot of stuff. And it comes down find. to the last, you know, last kind of con with when it comes to the family styles. Again, cost. It's the so most expensive. We would say it's probably the most, if maybe comparable to plated. But when you think about all the things you need, you need all that staff that's there. You need all the platter that's yeah. there. Um, the menu itself is because it's a bit of a hybrid of plated and yeah. Uh, plated and buffet it ends up actually the menu alone ends up being actually a little bit more per person so um it's a really beautiful type of service Mm -hmm. i love it i think it's really great and it really encourages sort of community and family and sharing especially with people at a table that have no idea who they are Mm -hmm. but it it can it can it's not cheap for Mm -hmm. sure it's not it's basically like creating buffets at every person's table that can get costly exactly yes exactly okay our fourth one cocktail style Cactail. Cactail. <laughs> Can I get a cactail? So, definition. So, I love how you like leave the definition for me. Big old nerd over here. You are the student of Let us. Let me readjust my glasses here. <laughs> so, cocktail style is, the way we used to describe it is imagine, um, well, there's two different styles, but we'll, we'll speak to it in reference to actual enough. A cocktail style dinner. Dinner, exactly. Yes. Cocktail mm-hmm. style dinner. And we'll clarify meaning. There's cocktail. Dinner. There's a dinner. So, People are standing around. You may have high tops. You might have a lounge. You might have maybe one or two tables that people can sit at. But in theory, there's enough food that is being passed around by staff, and you might have some stations of food. There's enough food for people to feel like they are full and they've had a meal, but they're not sitting there with a knife and a fork trying to cut their little slider. (laughs) Yes. So like a cocktail hour is typically like three to four bites per person. It's just a snack. Just tie you over. Just a notion of some just food. Just a little, just a little nibble. Yeah. But a cocktail style dinner is way more pieces. We're right. talking twelve pieces per person. Food stations, yes. platters, something to make them feel like I feel full. It's like when you go to like a house party and you're grazing for like four hours. You're like, why am I so full? Yes, right. And you're like, it's because you've been eating straight for four and hours. All the cheese. Oh, so good. <laughs> yeah, so so good. So, so let's talk about the pros. Mm-hmm. So the biggest one is. It's a free flowing of people. You don't really need a formal seating. Mm-hmm. You don't need a formal seating chart, mm-hmm. much like you would. Um, we didn't actually necessarily touch on this. It's plate of dinner, but um, people can kind of walk around. It's very relaxed. It's Super very, informal. Very, very, very informal. casual. Yes, yeah, it's exactly. more of like a. I would say like our clients kind of describe it to us. We, we want them to feel like they can just have a variety. So I picture it as like going to the peony. And having 10 food trucks and taking my choice. <laughs> right? Yeah. I have one. I want everything. a little cotton candy. I want a little mini donut. Maybe a hot dog. I want something different. Maybe a taco. A deep fried Mars bar. Like that is the feeling of a cocktail right. style dinner. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And uh, food stations are 
so fun. I did yeah. have, uh, we've both done the event at the airport. Yeah. Where they had like six food stations going and oh, multiple awesome. canapes and people love it. We had a mashed potatoes section. We yeah. had a taco station. We had like, um, um, we had like a sushi bar, like you can get station, so like, fun. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And if you have like, um, if you two as a couple, like, I don't know, maybe went to, um, like Thailand for something, you could have like a Thai bar and like yes. have a ton of like drinks that match like the Thai food appetizers or yes. something super fun. Right? Yeah. We've seen a faux station before, mm-hmm. which is delicious. So freaking good. Yeah. yeah. Mac so and cheese bar. Oh, the list favorite. Go oh. on. Yeah. You can get really creative and that's what's really fun about it. And mm-hmm. again, so we touched on this too. You know, there is a huge variety of food. So you're going to have your past appetizers, which are usually the little one to two bites that you're going to eat. And then you're going to have your stations, maybe a charcuterie, you know, and cheese board, or maybe you end up having these hot stations where you've got like the mac and cheese or whatever. You know, that Can I like touch base stuff. on a canapé? When in doubt, everybody loves meat on a stick. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Does not matter. <laughs> Our biggest seller was chicken satay skewers. Yes. And nobody hated them. Everybody loved them. You could get the fanciest shit out yeah. there. Where's the chicken? On, because, the, on the stick. Right. Me, yeah. On a stick. I love that stuff. Because <laughs> yes. it feels it feels hearty to them. And that's the sort of thing, too, is that when you are doing a cocktail style, you want to keep in mind that um, you want to make sure that people feel like they are being fed. So food on a stick is usually the best way to accomplish that. That's like the best way to describe <laughs> it. Like, oh, it's a, it's a satay skewer, like grilled on, no, it's, it's chicken it's, on a stick. It's, yeah. Yeah. You know. So it's like this close to Pogo. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the mustard? Yeah. Um, um, and then uh, you don't need as many dishes. Yeah. That is a great positive. That's you, true. You well, you're, need... you're being, you're having food passed around mm-hmm. and that's going to go on a cocktail napkin, which can be thrown away. Directly and... into your mouth. <laughs> the goal. Yes. Boom. Right in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, there's only like small plates for all the other little stations, maybe yeah. some small bowls, depending on what you need. Like for example, the faux bar, they actually had some wooden bowls that matched the theme cool. of it. So then you could, they were disposable. Like you can recycle them like later. Or yeah. biodegradable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, absolutely. So you don't need as many rentals. Cool. But you do need forks at those tiny stations. For- forks and napkins. Yeah. actually are very, very important. Because you can eat from a fork. Napkin. You can, yes. You can do it with two hands. Work. Yeah. 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 You gotta do it fast though. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the one thing about cocktail style dinners too is you don't need as much decor because you don't have as many tables. So mm-hmm. imagine a traditional reception seated dinner where the, whether it's buffet or whether it's plated, you've got 20 tables, you've got decor everywhere on all the tables. Well, if you do a cocktail style dinner, you may have like a handful of high top tables or the cruisers. Um, you may have one or two actual seated tables because you're probably going to have some older folks that are going to be like, I want to sit at a proper table and I can eat my cocktails. Um, you may have a lounge area somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. where people can sit on sofas and all that fun stuff. So you don't really need to have a heck of a lot of decor in the same capacity as you would a traditional seated, seated. dinner. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, it actually kind of helps your budget a little bit. Yes. So let's move to the cons of cocktail. It can get really expensive real fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the add-ons. So you think in the beginning, you're like, oh, like it's not that much. But because um, of one bite per person, there's so many components to it, it's almost more expensive than a tray of chicken to sure. be thrown onto the buffet. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially if you start getting like creative and customizing and adding like, oh, I do want a pizza station or I do want like mm-hmm. a poutine station. Like, oh, that got 
expensive real fast. Right. But it's because you need enough food to feed your guests and you can't necessarily put a giant tray of pasta out to fill it or salads. That's the big one. Mm-hmm. So we always put like a mixed green because people will tend to fill up on it exactly. before they fill up on the starches. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think the big one <laughs> that we always came across, yeah. and we always try to, um, we try to help guide our clients with this. Um, but when you are going to a wedding, most people have it in their mind that they are going to sit at a table and eat their food. They have they have a this, seat. They have a seat. I know where I'm seated. I know where I can put my coat and where I can put my purse. It's my little home for the mm-hmm. next few hours. Yeah. Um, it's a true. It's it's traditional for them, and it's just it's a it's a comfort zone, mm-hmm. a comfort thing. If you have family that are coming from, especially maybe out of town, mm-hmm. um, for them to come to a cocktail style dinner, some family might be like, no, you're having a steak dinner. <laughs> yes. You did not come here for meat on a stick. All this you, way. You did not come all this way for all this stuff. So, um, so there can be, it can be a little confusing for some of the more traditional family members or guests at your, at mm-hmm. your reception. Um, and so again, it's about making sure that when you are building this menu and you are working with your caterer, make sure you have enough food you want to make sure that people are like there's leftovers that people are stuffed and that people feel like they're they're able to to you know that they've had enough food we always like to do you know sliders or anything like that where people mm-hmm. felt like they could actually like it was neat it was hearty it was something they're like okay i feel i feel a little bit full yeah there was this. value added or like a, a exactly. charcuterie board big yeah. thing that's going on right now oh. like people love a charcuterie the challenge is that if 10 people get at it it looks like a pile of bleh. Yeah. <laughs> so you need someone to maintain it. Maintain oh, it, really. yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, sometimes you don't order enough food, which has happened mm-hmm. quite a bit. Uh, because the budget, of course, gets too high. So it's like, no, 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 they'll be fine. Like, we'll only do five pieces per person and maybe, like, one station. It's like, uh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a good caterer or a good venue will tell you the real answer to that. And, yeah. like, we can't do that a dinner for you it, right it's not gonna work well exactly. <laughs> well the hopefully they'll guide you and be like okay mm-hmm. so you're working with a budget cut this don't cut that correct yes that's a big one too is because some of the really like the little cucumber mush 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 like they're super lovely and refreshing yeah. and little watermelon bites yeah. like we really love them yeah. um you try giving that to like a full-grown man mm-hmm. and he will, yeah. he will not be happy or like we we do accommodate dietary restrictions it's like oh you need like a gluten-free vegan mm-hmm. item okay we pass those around. They usually come back to the kitchen. So they mm. order maybe 20%. Yeah, right. And, you know, just enough to be like, hey, there was a vegan appetizer we for tried that guest. But uh, meat on a stick usually wins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or a slider. Ooh, remember those Yorkies? Ooh. Oh, so good. Oh, you, like, bit into the Yorkie and it had the beef and the horseradish in it was the Yorkshire. so good. Yes. They I'm went... pretty sure you have a boomerang of me dancing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. I'm hungry all the time. Um, so yes. with the informality, mm-hmm. it is tough to get guests to stop moving and to listen to speeches. Yes. Yeah. So Absolutely. if you have like five heartfelt speeches that are going to be happening and people are mingling and going to the sushi bar, no one's going to stop moving. No kidding. <laughs> it's really tough to capture a bunch of people that are watching their food being made in front of them. Right. <laughs> Especially when you've got like somebody at the front and they're dinging on the wine glass. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. And you're there for like five minutes and you yeah. still have these yahoos in the park. What about there. my omelet? Yeah. <laughs> Your omelet's not going anywhere. The eggs can be fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then plates and glassware can be left everywhere. everywhere. It's just everywhere. Because they're like at a seated situation. Mm-hmm. It's all at the table. It's all in that little station. 
but they leave it in the bathroom, on the patio, on the staircase, on the floor, on the high top, the head table. Windowsills. I found food on windowsills. Just everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it can be, you just need to have a staff allocated to be able to be cleaning up after people. So Mm -hmm. usually when they're passing food, they'll usually do like two rounds. It's two waves. Mm -hmm. Pass food, and then someone will come behind and try and collect as much of those, you know, the plates and and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the big one to think about as well is because people are moving around, they're going to frequent the bar a little bit more than if they were seated at the table. It's just so much easier. The food is coming to them. Why would they leave the bar? Right. (laughs) Right. I will have more shots of tequila, sir. Actually, no shots at a wedding. (laughs) I will have more beer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys, real talk. This is the part where we provide you with the information that's going to help you make the right decision. And whatever you decide, you should be comfortable with both. So consider your guest. Will they be open to a more formal or more informal dining experience? And again, this is about setting the expectation. If you've mm-hmm. told your guests it's going to be black tie affair, they're expecting a multi-course dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not chicken on a stick mm-hmm. and walking around in their heels, you know, just uncomfortable. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you have a lot of guests? So do you have 200 people? Buffet might be the way to go mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're on a budget or plated. If you don't have the room to have a buffet, mm-hmm. just consider the guest count and see what the overall cost is going to be depending on what you select. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, for us personally, <laughs> you, we never hear the end of it. We, oh, so a plate at dinner, as elegant and as lovely as I think they are. And they usually have like a good like duck fat or something oh, on them. Oh, so, so good. So it makes you feel like, feel, feel, like oh, luxurious. It is literally a death sentence to our partner. Oh, because my Because they God. are always like. The whining. I'm so, so hungry. hungry. They only gave me our men love a good buffet. They do. They oh, really, really do. Yeah. yeah, there's been multiple events where we've been to where we all say, can you give me a granola bar? Yeah. You see McDonald's? Can I'm just really hungry. <laughs> and so, so with that being said, you have to consider, you know, some of the guys in the group and the, the big eaters. I mean, if you're going to have a cocktail style reception and all you're going to do is like a charcuterie board and cheese and some, Mm-mm. you know, cucumber appetizers and watermelon appetizers, <laughs> you're like, you are going to have some very hangry people yes. by the end of yeah. the evening. Or so. guests might leave. Yeah, they like they're like, they're like I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go. Food. Yeah, I'll be back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. And consider um, seating. So we talked a little bit about it, but uh, with a buffet, it's pretty standard. You can just have them set at a table, plated. You do need to assign seats because they have put the order ahead service of time. Service needs to know where to drop the food. It, yes. Um, but with cocktail hour, don't have no seating because people still need to sit and eat and mingle and not be standing the entire exactly. event. We often suggest have two-thirds like 60 to 70 percent of um available tables and that could be you know cute bistro tables it mm-hmm. could be um like long tables it could be a mix yeah um but don't forget about other seats in the area exactly. have chairs available have a lounge space have like um patio furniture somewhere you yeah. do need a butt to a chair a hundred percent how that looks not sure but the worst is just like us pulling chairs out because aunt and uncle need to sit down and it just kind of ruins Day. It's kind of disruptive. It's very disruptive. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another thing to consider is the time you're serving it at. So if it's six o'clock, guys, that's that's dinner. That's dinner. That's dinner time. You yeah. cannot have three little appetizers and and call that dinner and be like, okay, guys, well we'll Bye. see you later, right? So <laughs> you need to have the right food to match the meal time. Now, if you are working on a budget, that's totally fine. Maybe you want to start your event later on in the evening, or maybe you want to have it at like mid 
midday. So lunch is between like what, 12 and two ish more or less. Yeah. So start your event at two o'clock and it ends at like maybe say four thirty, five o'clock yeah. right before dinner. So you're not expected to feed them a massive mm-hmm. meal if you can't necessarily accommodate that budget. Yeah. Um, but if you're serving them at six o'clock or, you know, like that's, that's food, that's dinner. We're hungry. <laughs> yeah, it's time. Right. And like, are you on a time limit and need to have everything served in a timely manner? So, for example, a plate of dinner. We did one at Christmas. It was beautiful. The couple run their own catering company, so their expectations were quite high. Mm-hmm. They wanted a full meal experience. They had a five-course dinner with three it cakes. Stunning. Oh, it was beautiful. Stunning. But like that, was, it took about two hours. For the, yeah. So if you have plans after, like, Think about, okay, this window of two hours, it's going to take to get everybody this experience. Mm-hmm. So you just really have to keep that in mind. Like, um, do you need to get everybody fed in an hour and a half? 45 minutes. Right. Yes. Just uh, be mindful. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so the last thing to kind of consider too is your budget. So some clients want the whole full meal deal. Yes, pun intended. <laughs> but they want to give their guests a dining experience. Some clients just want the best bang for their buck. Mm-hmm. And some clients want variety. They want all the salads and all the meats and all the buns and all the things. So <laughs> figure out where you are in your budget and figure out what is going to be the most appropriate and go from there. And talk to your caterer. So um, we always suggested a carving station because uh, in our experience, the buffet was the cheapest option for mm-hmm. us because we were caterers offsite. We were bringing the food there, rent minimal plates, minimal cutlery. Mm-hmm. Um, but the carving station, it was a very low extra added cost and the wow factor was just so much bigger mm-hmm. than expected it was like a person standing there carving a meat for them it was entertainment and yeah and serving and there's like a chat and mm-hmm. a little like oh i'll take that piece or the rare <laughs> piece right so it was like an easy way to like boast so talk to your caterer talk to your venue see if there's ways that you can work within your budget but mm-hmm. also have one element sometimes it's a donut wall like right. we work with bakers that bring in a donut versus cake mm-hmm. um or maybe it's like the late night snack we had a couple that ordered 100 cheeseburgers from McDonald's and we threw them all on silver platters and people went gangbusters, bonkers. <laughs> My husband stuffed six in his pocket. <laughs> I think you remember seeing somebody at the end that had the box of them and they were yes. walking around being like, cheeseburger, cheeseburger, <laughs> yeah. you want a cheeseburger, you want a cheeseburger, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that, you know how much that costed? $300. Oh, <laughs> Boom. Boom. Done. Yeah. Done. So if you haven't caught it, we cannot stress this enough. You can have all the decor, all the flowers, the ambiance, the guest favors, the view, the water, the forest, the mountain. If you only give a shit about one thing, food. If people will remember a wedding where they were fed, but they will also remember a wedding where they weren't. (laughs) That is the one thing. And they'll hear about it. <laughs> years, years later. Yes. Years oh, later. Oh, the chicken was dry. Oh, it was cold. Yes. Oh, the service was terrible. You I still stop. remember I went to I went to an event years ago. I mean it was actually it was it was the bar, but they asked me what color of wine I wanted and I was like <laughs> Uh, the white one. <laughs> wow. Wow. So right. So I mean, I know it's a little unrelated to the to food, but again, it comes down to the experience and and you know the the food on the day and, and how you felt and um people communicate through food. Oh, hundred percent. People yeah. show their love through food, mm-hmm. and so when you cheap out on the food, yeah. it's like you're cheaping out kind of on the day a little bit. Yes. And honestly. I've done weddings decor where I've literally cut out hearts right. and put them in the tines of the fork. <laughs> and you know what happened? Some dude picked up his fork, uh, chucked that heart on the floor, and dug into his buffet because yep. that's all he cared about. And all that's totally fine. It's crazy that if you don't 
pay attention to that. It's mm-hmm. uh, it does not go well. <laughs> yeah. No, no, ma'am. Mm-hmm. No. So, uh, bear in mind that a food, the food is a large part of your budget, mm-hmm. but it is the most important one. We always like we are planners. We are a luxury item. Food is not a luxury. No. Item. You no. need to like if you're gonna put your money somewhere, we put it in the food. Next is the booze. But people are happy if they're stuffed to their eyes. Exactly. <laughs> I don't heavy breathing. I don't want to be able to feel yes. my feet. Yeah. I would say like on weddings, like because we get to eat a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah. It's uh We're really spoiled. We really try not to go for that second plate because we have to last till like one, two AM, right? So yes. it's the danger. It's the danger zone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for listening. We love talking about food. We can talk about it forever. All day. We will have many more podcasts about catering mm-hmm. and food because the topic is just so wide. Oh, so endless. <laughs> There's so many things to talk about. <laughs> like, we'll talk about coffee one podcast for like an hour. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And I almost brought it up like three times here. Right? You can't have one without the other. Right? <laughs> Same with wine. Wine service. Oh, yes. man. Okay. Mm-hmm. Another podcast. Okay. We're writing this down. Of course, <laughs> if you have any questions, please let us know. Well, you can hit us up at the wedding sessions on our Instagram. Um, of course, you can email us at info at sayletsgo.com. But we are here to answer your questions. And thanks for listening. Have a great day. Bye, guys. <laughs>